this week on Weekly Out Loud News. It seems that um, the NFL and the protocols they have in place and the medical practitioners that they have and the equipment that they have um, in these arenas are the reason why Damar Hamlin is alive today. The medical uh, doctor on CNN was saying it's it's the equivalent of actually getting struck by lightning. Como cortis, which is a rare and severe event following the impact of a high-velocity projectile, typically resulting in cardiac arrest and immediate collapse. That's why after he got hit, he stood up and then fell right back down. Skip Bayless, who's a you know a huge uh, sports analyst, Skip's got to realize that this is not the seventies. This is not the eighties. Um, this is a new generation, um, and we put mental health first. We put um, people first. Um, this corporate um, greed um, and this corporate, um, you know, money first attitude is not what it used to be anymore. And people are thinking about people first. And the NFL showed that by. Um, postponing this game. The players showed that by putting their foot down and telling the NFL that they want to post this game. So Skip has got to be more careful um, with his tweets and not leave a tweet like that so open-ended, right? What up, everybody? It is your boy, uh, Trent Out Loud, um, coming at you with um, TOL News. And normally, yes, I'm very upbeat. to have my sound effects, but... Today, I'm reporting on a story that happened in the NFL last night on Monday Night Football of uh, Damar Hamlin, which I'm sure by now most of you must have heard of, but uh, I thought it was uh, important for me to come on here and give you guys the, uh, the what I normally do, my kind of in-depth uh, research and trying to give you guys the, uh, the most up-to-date news from you know, all of the different areas where I, where I source some information. So I will try to do my best to, uh, to give you this, this sad, um, news. Um, Damar Hamlin is presently in, uh, Cincinnati, um, hospital, uh, university of Cincinnati medical, uh, medical hospital. Um, he's listed as critical condition in critical condition, but the good news is that um, he's under sedation um, and all his uh, vital signs are back. Um, and they have induced um, a coma so that they could put him on breathing machines, um, you know, cool down his body temperature and just make sure everything is okay before bringing him out of a coma. So um, it definitely is shocking and sad news. But, but, um, for now, things are looking um, positive, if if you could say. Um, but of course, you know everything is you know minute by minute, second by second. When your heart stops beating, um, and uh, so definitely our prayers go out to um, Demar Hamlin, his family, the NFL family, and just you know just everybody around the world. I mean, it's kind of. Shaking up everybody, especially in the sports world. But anyways, let me try to give you a quick roundup of what's happened in the past, um, you know, 12 to 15 hours since this happened. So Monday night football game was the first quarter. Um, Damar Hamlin was a uh, defensive back, a safety. Um, and he went for like a routine tackle. Um, but 
the Cincinnati Bengals ran into his chest. And from research that I did, this is something that rarely, rarely happens. It's They say that a medical uh, doctor on CNN was saying it's, it's the equivalent of actually getting struck by lightning. So it's called, and sorry if I butchered the name of it, but Acomo Cortis, which is a rare and severe event following the impact of a high-velocity projectile, typically resulting in cardiac arrest and immediate collapse. That's why after he got hit, he stood up and then fell right back down. Um, uh, rapid identification and resuscitation are key to survival. Nonetheless, the survival rate is very low. So that's what I really wanted to um, to hammer home here, the, uh, the point of the NFL doing an amazing job. Um, and I'm sure when this happened, everybody was like, oh, my gosh, because, you know, there's been a lot of like concussion talk in the NFL and about things being too rough. And they've changed a lot of um, rules in the NFL lately to like protect to protect the quarterbacks and protect players from concussions and there's concussion protocol. So I'm sure when this happened, it was like, oh, my gosh, like, what is the NFL going to do? But um, it seems that um, the NFL and the protocols they have in place and the medical practitioners that they have and the equipment that they have um, in these arenas are the reason why um, Damar Hamlin is alive today. Now, again, this is all speculative. This is all from you know doctors assuming of what it looks like has happened. There are no reports of what has happened, but these are some you know CNN experts um, that were on CNN last night thinking from you know what we the information that we have from the Cincinnati um, University Hospital. And from what they've seen on the field, they're thinking that um, this is what happened. But, um, you know, something like this would have happened, let's say, I don't know, like on a, you know, a high school, you know, playground. Um, it, it may not have, have been um, as fortunate, whoever it happened to may not have been as fortunate as Tamar because the NFL had um, everything that they needed there. Um, there was somebody there to, to perform cardiac arrest and they said that they uh, he got ca- cardiac arrest. I'm sorry, they say that he got um, uh, CPR uh, within the first 10 seconds of collapsing, and then um, the defibrillator um, was applied, and then once they resuscitated his heart, so his heart actually stopped beating, um, so when the um, the medical personnel on the field was actually able to resuscitate his heart, um, then is when they put him in the ambulance and took him to the hospital. Um so shout out to the NFL for that. Um, I, I want I really wanted to highlight that point because a lot of people get on the NFL and how how rough and, and tough it is. And you know, all these players know like every play could be um, you know a risk to your life, and and um, it's it's tough. It's um, it, it's really tough for these players out there. But um, shout out to the NFL and the uh, the medical staff and, and personnel that they had on the field. Um, that was able to resuscitate his heart that quickly and um, get into a hospital, which I think was like two or three kilometers away. Um, so shout out to that to that whole team. Um, another great thing um, that the NFL did is uh, the coaches um, got together and said, "Listen, man, like our players are not in any state." Um, to get back on the field, right? And a lot of people are saying, like, oh, they've seen, um, you know, players get hurt before, and, you know, people have 
um, you know, got their face masks removed, but they can't take their helmet off because, you know, the spinal cord injuries and there's been so many injuries. But this is the first time in the history of the NFL that somebody's heart stopped on the field and you had to give this man CPR and resuscitate his heart. So these players were just like, yo, we don't we don't want to return. We, we can't play this game right now. Um, so um, the game was suspended. And yes, like uh, it was a huge game, playoff implications, so late in the season, etc. Um, but the players stood up in, in solidarity. They uh, decided that you know they didn't want to play the game. The coaches uh, went into the tunnel. And we don't know exactly who they were talking to, but of course they were. I'm speculating that it was um, uh, the NFL commissioner and I think the uh, head of um, uh, the head of teams. Um, and uh, I think within like. 30 to 40 minutes, they were able to come together and collectively agree um, to uh, postpone the game and not continue that night. So um, I thought that was a good move. Um, and what a, a lot of people, I think, don't really think about is that this is a business, right? And that's going to cost them millions and millions and millions of dollars. And it's going to be a lot to try to put back on a game of that magnitude. There's, you know, there's... 80 90,000 people in the stands there's you know um commercial sponsors this or whatever to to try to reorganize that especially again this late in the season and and you know these Cincinnati and Buffalo will have another game on Sunday so that they play it on Thursday then the players are not going to get the rest they need so I'm sure all of that was discussed but ultimately um DeMar um Hamlin's health and the scare that they had were more important and they put um, their player and their brother above the money and the headache. So I thought that was just amazing from the players, the coaches, the NFL commissioner, um, and everything. So that was that's also um, um, a huge, huge shout out um, to the coaches and the players. So all in all, it was just super well, um, well, hand, uh, well handled. The other thing that was a kind of um, cool story is that Demar has a. Um, a, a a Christmas toy drive uh, that he's doing for kids in his community. And um, I'm actually refreshing it right now. It's a GoFundMe page. And he started out with his original goal of $2,500. By the time of his injury, by the time it hit the internet, I think within a few hours, it went up to a million dollars. Then it went up to $2 million. When I went to bed last night, it was, I think at like, 2.5 or 2.7 i literally just refreshed right now three million nine hundred and fifty nine thousand five hundred and eighty dollars raised literally in the next 10 or 15 minutes it's gonna hit four million dollars of people around the world um supporting um uh, damar hamlin's um toy drive so that was nice um hopefully when he wakes up um you know out of his coma and you know he gets Back on his feet, I'm sure that's going to be a nice uh, welcome home present um, for him and the uh, the kids in his community. Uh, the last piece of this story, which I was kind of didn't know if I wanted to report on, I don't know if it's necessarily really important, but um, Skip Bayless, who's a you know a huge uh, sports analyst, got on Twitter and some people, uh, well, a lot of people. <laughs> I really didn't like um, some of the things that he was tweeting about um, 
Damar. I'll read you a quick one. Uh, I, this is the one that really like set people off. Um, well, there's two. Um, I've seen so many horrific injuries suffered on the football field, yet never have I seen a reaction like this. In every other situation I've witnessed or covered, the game always went on fairly quickly. The attitude was, hey, this is football. For these players, this was different. And he put different in cap locks. I personally feel if you would have put different in like quotations, kind of like making fun of these players are different. I think that would have been like the, um, that would have been for sure. Like you, you would know that him saying different was in like a, a negative way, but cap blocks, you know, could mean uh, it depends on what side of defense you're on. It could mean that, yo, it's different. Like this is a different time. Um, some people took it in the negative way, different meaning that he was kind of like looking down on these players as if like, Yo, this is the NFL. We're gladiators. Next up, let's go. Because that's always been the attitude. Um, his next tweet was, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game. But how? Question mark. This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so un... Uh, sorry, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Again, no quotations, no nothing. Like he just left it a little like open to interpretation. And I think maybe why I'm not reading um, it as negatively as some people is that I don't follow Skip um, Bayless as much as some of these people do. I've, of course, I've seen Undisputed, but I kind of more like, um, you know, like catch it on the internet here or there or like on, you know, social media when something flares up. But I think, I guess, the people who know him better than I do and, and know his attitude, you know, day to day are reading it and interpreting it in like a, a completely different way. And uh, yeah, he got a lot of um, backlash online, people calling to cancel him. And, you know, he got on Undisputed today and he read his following tweet, which is an apology. He says, nothing is more important than uh, that young man's health. That was the point of my last tweet. I'm sorry if that was misunderstood, but his health is all that matters. Again, everything else is irrelevant. I pray for him and I continue to pray for him. And he just reiterated that today on his show. So, you know, two ways to look at it. Like Skip Bayless has been covering um, sports for the past, I think, 50 years almost. I think we're too much in a rush to cancel people. Like, I don't think there's anything in this tweet that calls for Skip to be canceled and end a 50-year career. Um, however... On the flip side of it, um, Skip's got to realize that this is not the 70s. This is not the 80s. Um, this is a new generation. Um, and we put mental health first. We put um, people first. Um, this corporate um, greed um, and this corporate um, you know, money first attitude is not what it used to be anymore. And people are thinking about people first. And the NFL showed that by um, postponing this game. The players showed that by putting their foot down and telling the NFL that they want to post this game. So skip has got to be more careful um, with his tweets and not leave a tweet like that. So open-ended, right? But I mean, how many of us has maybe written something online that, you know, you could, I've even 
um, text people things sometimes and they read it completely differently thinking they know my attitude like oh Trent I know you're meant it like this and I'm like no I I didn't mean it like that at all (laughs) you know what I mean so um you know I'm not saying how you should feel about um Skip Bayless I'm definitely not signing up for that dude but 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 um just know that you I'm sure you have texted somebody something at some point and they've misinterpreted it and also Skip you need to be a lot more careful um, with your um, open-ended um, tweeting. So that is it. Uh, like I said, it's a little bit of a uh, you know um, a sad uh, day in the sports world. Uh, it's home for me. I mean, I played football for um, eight years. It's you know it's it's my number one sport. I actually pay, uh, played um, Demar's position at safety, and. Um, Look, it's a dangerous sport, but um, this injury, a lot of doctors are saying if it is um, what it was, I'm not going to even try to pronounce it again, comotio cortis. Um, yeah, it's like getting um, struck by lightning. So hopefully we'll never see anything like this again. Um, hopefully the NFL will continue to put emphasis on the players and players' health, and uh, we never see anything like this happen again. Um, and definitely shout out to Damar Hamlin, his entire family, his entire community, the entire NFL players, commissioners, and uh, athletes all around the world, man. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's my take. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. It's your boy, Trent Out Loud. I'm out. Peace.